Hi everyone, this is Dapper Ambish and I'm your host Nalani Salvasingam. So my last episode I talked about a couple people who do fake accents, like they fake their accent in their just like everyday lives and I received a message about that. Okay, this is the message that I had received. Is it acceptable to put on an accent because you like the way it sounds? I mean, if British people pronounce words like that, why not just use your pronunciation? right? I feel like that should be fine. So when I got this message, I was like, wait, am I being too judgy? I just thought it was super weird. I've always thought it was super weird. And that guy that I met that faked the British accent, I met him over 10 years ago. And all this time, that's the way I've been feeling. And that was my initial reaction. And I stayed with it. And it's not something that I revisited, obviously, to see, you know, has my opinion changed about it. So after reading this, I was like, yeah, like, maybe I'm just being too harsh. Maybe that's fine, like it should be okay, right? So I decided to do a poll on Instagram because I wanted to see like, do other people feel the same way how this listener did? Or do they also think that this is weird as fuck? Like, (laughs) what is it? And thankfully, when I got the results, I was like, thank goodness, 85% of the people said it's weird as fuck. Okay, it is weird, it is weird. But then the listener who had reached out later said, don't get it twisted, I definitely think it's weird as fuck, but I wish it was socially acceptable. So I was like, okay, (laughs) we're on the same boat here. Like, I'm not being insane with my thoughts on this. And then after having that conversation, it reminded me of one of my earlier episodes when I had talked about this man named Carl who as a child used to visit his family who lived in like I think like Georgia or you know somewhere in the south in the US and he loved the way I don't know was it the south I don't know the south or one of the parts in the US where there's like strong uh, accents okay so whenever he used to visit his family oh it was Louisiana yeah it was Louisiana And anyway, he used to visit his family as a child and they used to pronounce his name Coral. He loved that pronunciation so much that he forced his mom to legally change his name to Coral so that that's how everyone would pronounce it. And I mean, if you listen to my earlier episodes, you would know that this kid grew up to be a serial killer. So, I mean, that's where I'm going to end that. Take from that what you will. There's also another listener that reached out now. This was actually not regarding the fake accents thing, but actually about the story that I had said about this woman who had this really bad experience with her friend during her wedding time and she wished that she had asked her something or said something at at the time, but she hadn't. And she wanted to kind of say her part or ask the question she wished she had asked on the podcast so I had done that and so someone else that was listening also related to this and I think it's because (laughs) when you're getting married I feel like everyone's emotions are heightened everyone's a little extra sensitive and honestly as friends and family members you really should not be doing anything piss off the bride and groom don't do anything to piss off the bride and groom you should be yes people during that time, especially closer to the wedding day. Just be yes people because they're under enough stress as it is and this is not going to help. So this listener told me that his friend on the day of his reception 
ended up coming late, two hours late, because he had gone to play cricket. So this listener was very upset because, first of all, this friend of his is one of his closest friends. He plays cricket every weekend, and he is part of the bridal party. And he still showed up two hours late because he chose to go to cricket. And when I was saying the story last week, this is a story that had come to his mind when he was listening to the episode. And he wishes that, because he never addressed this. He never said anything about it. The guy showed up two hours late. He just left it at that, just ignored it. Because obviously on the day of, you don't want anything to ruin that day either, right? So you just don't want to have an argument or do anything like that. You just want to enjoy the day. And since nothing was said at that time, and obviously you got married and you just, and you get busy over the next few days, right? There's like so many things that end up happening. So it was just kind of forgotten or just kind of left unaddressed. And he wishes he had just asked him like, what what is more important to you? My wedding? or my reception, or you going and playing cricket. Especially when you are part of the bridal party. If you weren't part of the bridal party, then that's okay. Like, that's fine. That's up to you. You do you do what you have to do, right? But you are expected to be there early. You need to be there for the pictures. You need to be for you know there for a number of things, and you came late. And what I was saying about earlier, how you're, during your wedding time, like your emotions are very high, and you know everything is just make or break. Like, you just feel like, everything's just like blown out of proportion and I remember Akash and I during our wedding time there were a lot of issues there were like too many issues that we had to deal with not really issues between us um it was just issues just with the whole wedding planning and family drama and there's just so many things happening and I remember at one point Akash was kind of just asking me to compromise on something which I mean like I feel like I'm very easygoing for a lot of things I'm very easygoing and this was something that I felt like was ridiculous to ask me to compromise on like it's not just me compromising my family compromising as well so I remember thinking like if I can't believe he's asking me because he knows how important this is to me right so I can't believe he's asking me to compromise on this and I remember like saying if you really feel like that, then I think you need to find someone else to marry. And I remember saying that to him and I was just like bawling my eyes out, even though I knew like we're still getting married, like we're still obviously we're going to still get married. But just in that moment, like my heart was so broken and I was just like bawling and bawling. <laughs> like, but yeah, like everyone is just like very sensitive during that time. Like, please, like just be there just be there a couple of days ago i posted on ig this jigsaw puzzle that had been my nemesis (laughs) for the last eight nine months when the whole lockdown first started like the first lockdown i did a jigsaw puzzle and i did it very quickly and then i went right into an the next one so i think that's what my issue was because i didn't really give it a break I just started the next one because at that moment you're just like riding this high like oh my god I, I know I finished this and it was so fast and like let me get on to the next one and I do this with books too I don't know if you guys can relate I read a book and I'm like so into it and I put so much time into just reading and more than usual like I'm not sitting in front of the tv I'm just reading 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 and then I jump into the next book but then now 
you start it and then you're just like, oh, like, okay, I just need a break from reading. So like, just like that, like I just needed a break from jigsaw puzzles and I had finished like a quarter of it and then I was just like, um, I'll come back to it. I'll come to, back to this. I did it. I did it for a very, very long time, not until a couple weeks ago. And every time I would see it and I'd just be like, oh my God, I really need to finish it. It became almost like a chore, which I don't like doing that because like I love jigsaw puzzles. So I don't like that I brought it to that point where it became like a chore for me. And I was doing it on this like huge um, cutting board um, because I have the black mat, the jigsaw puzzle mat where you can like roll it up. I do have that, but the puzzle is like this puzzle from Walmart. And honestly, if you like jigsaw puzzles, Walmart is a good place to go because they do have these boxes that are like 10, 12 bucks, but they have four puzzles in them, like 4,000 piece puzzles. So th like that's a that's good bang for your buck because if you're going to just get a regular 1,000 piece puzzle, that can range around the same price. So I bought a couple of these boxes and the one drawback is that the pieces are a little bit thinner. So they don't like move very well, especially like on that mat. Like even if you roll it, I don't, I didn't even attempt it because like if you put a few pieces together, you can't just slide it on that mat to another space where you want to put it, right? It'll break apart. It doesn't move as uh, graciously as a normal puzzle would. So I did it on this huge cutting board and yeah, like that cutting board just kept moving from spot to spot. And then eventually and finally, I was like, yo, I have to finish this puzzle. And I did. And I got through it. And this last week I finished it. And I was so happy because it, like, it's such a nice puzzle. It's such a nice looking puzzle. It's very pleasing for the eyes. And it felt good. It felt good that I finished something that had started. And my love for jigsaw puzzles started from my dad, really. You know, like, I got it from my papa. I got it from my papa. He used to do puzzles all the time, especially when we were growing up. Like, all the time, he would always be doing jigsaw puzzles. And we used to sit and do it with him. And I feel like when I do jigsaw puzzles, it's just like this calm that washes over me. Like, I kind of zone out and I, I'm just like in like the state of um yeah i don't even realize time passing by and i get to the point where i don't even want to go to sleep you know like i don't even want to go to sleep because i just want to keep working on this puzzle like i can work on a jigsaw puzzle and just sit there for hours and hours and not even uh, worry about it. not even think about food guys sometimes i wouldn't even think about eating and that's like it never happens it never happens that that never happens to me okay i finish a meal and i'm already thinking about the next meal what i'm gonna have for the next meal or even while i'm still eating this current meal i'm thinking about what am i gonna have next anyway so my dad used to tape the puzzles that he did so he would tape it you know those just like that regular tape that you get on the roll and he used to do maybe like diagonally the two like the cross and then one from top to bottom and one from side to side and what we would do is well like I was talking to my sister about this recently and she's like she doesn't remember doing it so I don't know if it was just me but I would just break like a certain section that wasn't covered in tape and then I would just redo that part, like that spot, like over and over again. Because it's not like my dad was just buying puzzles all the time, right? So I would just work on those pieces like over and over again. And I remember he had, he had this like Elvis one that I did so many times. But yeah, like he used to love puzzles. And unfortunately, like it's not something that he 
can do anymore his vision isn't too good but it has improved a lot over the last little while so which is good news his hands like he has a lot of nerve damage and so he wouldn't even if his vision came back 100% like I don't think he would be able to maneuver the pieces and do what he needs to do with his hands like with his fingers that the way they are right now and um and honestly this thing with him like it was a completely avoidable thing which is what I find really frustrating my dad used to be so active yeah he had like diabetes and you know I think a couple other health issues but the diabetes was under control it wasn't serious at all and he didn't have to take insulin and the diabetes is genetic like his entire family pretty much has it but he was anyway managing it with pills and he was completely fine and a friend of his gave him these herbal uh, remedies like something I don't know if it was like a pill like I don't remember what it was but I just remember I was in law school at that time and he took these herbal remedies and that's the thing with my dad he just trusts whatever anyone says like when it comes to these kind of health things like he trusts them blindly he trusts people blindly and yeah his other health concerns or issues that he was having weren't that severe but either way even if it's herbal you should be checking with the doctor first before you take it please people check with the doctor first before you take any sort of medication that is coming from some other country especially right he took this herbal remedy and it completely fucked him up like completely he lost the ability to walk or like do anything he he just was a fragment of the person he was before you know and it's been like almost nine years now since it happened and uh, I remember I was in law school when it happened just finishing up actually I was in my last semester during the semester I came to just visit him because he was in the hospital I was just like oh, what the heck and I didn't even recognize him like that's how much he had changed and that's how much it had affected just the way he looked his face was all swollen like and like I said he lost the ability to walk he had to learn to walk again and then that incident started a whole host of other issues everything just got way worse his diabetes his blood pressure cholesterol like whatever the issues that he was having prior to like just got way way worse and he he's gotten better obviously over the years but he still can't drive he can't do anything like that so it took a big toll on him but yeah like he believes everything that people would say like i remember just like coconuts i remember once he was like don't eat coconut it's high in cholesterol it's this it's that and it's terrible for you and and not only does he preach this to his family he preaches it to everyone who would listen he would call people just to tell them please stop eating coconut it's terrible for you and da 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 these are the reasons why okay and then like a few months later someone else tells them oh you know actually coconut is good for this and that and then it's like oh coconut is the best thing in the world have more coconut in your diet include more coconut in your diet it's like dad like man stop and i just wonder like is everyone's parents like this like <laughs> or is this just like unique to my dad where he just like believe anything that anyone says when it comes to certain things and then i'm just like can we just like stop and think about this for a second can you just reason like logically does this make sense to you why do you just take whatever people say like so seriously and it's not just the coconut thing it's like so many things and it's just so frustrating and yeah he is older now he is set in his ways he's stubborn as heck and you know there's only so much 
that can be done to change that like it, it's not really going to change but yeah so just like with jigsaw puzzles books like i feel like when i start things like i need to finish it and it, that is a good thing to have but sometimes it could just get excessive you know it could just be like extreme and one thing that has been driving me insane is that i still play candy crush like who the fuck still plays candy crush i still play candy crush okay i'm on level 6971 and why do I still play Candy Crush? Because I keep thinking these assholes are going to stop at a point and I'm going to finish this game and then I could stop. Okay. And you know, earlier on, that was the feeling that was like driving me because I would finish all the levels. Like I was fully caught up and then I would have to wait every week for them to upload new episodes. Like that's the point that I was at. Okay. I was fully caught up. And when I got closer to the 5,000 level, I was just like, okay, like hopefully they'll end with 5,000. They still haven't ended. Now it's just like, oh, maybe it's 10,000. And I need to stop. I really, really need to stop. I don't play it as much anymore. I have other puzzles. Like I do like logic puzzles. I have a lot of logic puzzles on my phone that those, if you see me on my phone, I'm not scrolling through Instagram. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm playing logic puzzles. That's what I'm doing on my phone. And I did delete Candy Crush for a period, but then I was just like, oh, let me just go back and see what's happening let me download that app again and i don't know i don't know when am i gonna stop when are they gonna stop like it's enough it's enough like it's gotten so crazy where i'm like am i doing like the same levels again like is there like repetition in the levels because no one would even know when you're at level 6971 you don't even know if like has this already been done no one would know no one would remember so are they just recycling levels and we're not like figuring it out and the issue is like I'm not even enjoying the game anymore. I don't enjoy playing it because it's not really challenging, right? You're just seeing can I beat this level, but like it's not challenging. Oh my god, I really need help. Anyone else out there that's still playing Candy Crush? Shit. What are we doing with our lives? What are we doing? All right, everyone, thank you for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe, share, comment. Let me know what you thought. I heard back from a few people after this last episode, so I really do appreciate it. It was interesting. It was interesting to hear other people's perspectives, interesting to hear other people's experiences. I really enjoyed that. Grateful, thankful, blessed. Peace.